0: Shabbat Dab Rabbi Tanchum says, that just like you're not allowed to build a sukkah that's over 20 amas, and you can't have a movoy, across cross above 20 amas, so too you cannot light your above 20 amas. Another famous saying that Rabbi Tanchum says, when the Shvatim threw Yosef Atzadik into the pit, the Pasuk says, Habol Reik, it's empty and it doesn't have water, which is a double language. The Gemara says, yes, it didn't have water, but it had snakes and scorpions. Rabbi says, that when you light the menorah, make sure that you put the menorah one tevach within the doorway, not further away, because people might confuse and they won't realize that you are the one that placed it there. Rav Acha says you put the menorah on the right side of the door. Rav Shemuel says you put it on the left side of the door, like this, you have the mezuz on the right and the menorah on the left. Rav Yosef says you have to treat the menorah with respect. Even a very simple task, as counting money, should not be done by the light of the menorah. Where do we see this from? From Kisui Hadam. You're obligated to cover the blood of a chaya and a bird after you shacht it, not a behema. And you should do so with your hand, the hand that shechted the animal, rather than with your foot, kicking dirt, is a bazayan. Rav Yosef, Rav Yishua and Levi asked, how do we know that you cannot benefit from sukkah decorations? Let's say you hung a fruit, you can't eat it. You learn this from the Menorah. It says Rav Yosef, as we would say in our days, Reboinah the master of Rome. It's a Mufurah Shabrisa that you can't use sukkah decorations. Chanukah is not. Rather, the Meqar of this Halacha is from Kisu Hadam. And we learn sukkah and Chanukah from Kisu Hadam. In all of Shats, when Rab and Shmuel argue Allah is like Rab and Yisurib. But the following three Halachas, Abayi's Rebbe, Rebi, and Paskin like Shmuel, Lekula. And that is, that you are permitted, according to Shmuel, to light one candle to another. You're permitted to untie your tzitzes and put, place them in another beged. And the halacha is like Rav Shimon, according to Shmuel, begreira, that you're permitted to drag a heavy object on the ground, even though it might create a furrow in the ground, as long as you, you're not mechaven to make that furrow. Now, what is the issue with having a ner ner lighting one wick from the other? One Madomar says, this is a design of the mitzvah. You should not be using a mitzvah to light a match, to light another candle. And the other Madomar says, it's Akhushi mitzvah. You're taking away from the original mitzvah. It looks as if you're using some of the oil of the first candle. What is the difference between these two shatim? In a case where you go directly from wick to wick. In that case, there is no bizarre mitzvah because you're going directly to another wick, rather than going to a mundane thing like a match. However, there's still akhushay mitzvah. You still it looks like as if you're using some of the oil of the first wick. Now, the Gemara has a question from Meisr Shani If a person has a lot of fruit which he needs to bring to Yerushalayim to eat because it's Maizersheini, he's permitted to redeem all of his fruit onto a coin. The coin becomes Kaddish Now, I want to take that coin that's Kaddish and use it as a counterweight, to weigh another coin, in order for me, to use that other coin, for my shani I want to do a mitzvah with it, but right now, I'm doing a mundane task. I'm weighing with it. The is you're not permitted to do so. We must explain, in order to explain Shmuel, that the reason why it's usr, because we're worried about the outcome. What if you find out, that the weight of the second coin, is not adequate? It's too it doesn't weigh enough, or it weighs too much, you're not going to use that coin. Therefore, you weighing it the first time, you're using a Kaddish coin to do a mundane thing that never had a good outcome of a mitzvah. But in our case, when you take a match and you light one candle, perhaps that's okay because the chances that you're not going to use that to light another candle are very slim. The Gemara tells us that the 40 years the Klai was in the desert, HaKadish Baruch lit up and created light for Klai Therefore, it doesn't make any sense that we're lighting a menorah to help a kashbaru, so to speak. We benefit from his light; he doesn't need our light. The menorah is a testimony to the nations that a kashbaru, his shechina is and klai yisrael. And how does he testify? How does it work? Because we use the ner to light all the other candles. The ner depends if the menorah is facing east and west. Then the second. Candle coming in to the Hekal, that's the one we light. If the menorah faces north south, according to one Omar, then the center one, the sorry that's the ner miravi. At any rate, we use that ner to light all the other candles, and that's the last one that we clean out. We must explain that the way it worked, it was not that we took some uh, a match and went from one to the other, because that would be a problem of pising mitzvah. We must explain that the wick was long enough to reach the other cup. Each cup's wick reached the other one. Yet the only issue that remains is if you hold so that it looks as if you're taking and diminishing the oil from the first cup. Over here we still have that problem. Ravu Nehemiah says, If a cherish shoyt of a katan, people that are not able to light Hanukkah candles halachically, if they lit it, are you yotzei if you pick it up and place the menorah after they lit it in its proper resting place? If you hold hadlakosimitzo, that the mitzvah is when you light it, then you wouldn't be yotzei the mitzvah. But if you hold the mitzvah then it's fine. Doesn't matter who lit it. The point is you have to place it in the proper final place, and you are yotzei. So therefore, the Gemara says, I could bring a raya perhaps if a person lit the menorah but kept on holding the menorah throughout the whole duration. He's not yotzei. Why not? He performed the hadlaka. Shouldn't he be yotzei? You see from here that Hanukkah is mitzvah. The Gemara says no. Perhaps the reason why he's not yotzei is because other people don't see the persuma nisa. So they're going to think that you lit it for your own good. So the Gemara will have another eye. What about a case where a person lit it indoors and he brought it outdoors? The halacha is he's not yotzei. But why not? If Hanukkah is mitzvah, I put it in its final resting place. It should be okay. You see from here hadlaka is mitzvah. The says the same answer. Perhaps people will say that you did it for yourself. And finally, the Gemara brings a Raya. If a person lights a very large glass bowl of oil from Friday all the way to Matzah Shabbos, and he wants to light candles, what does he do? He extinguishes the candle and he relights it. But if Hanukkah is a mitzvah, he should have to lift it up and put it down again. That's one Raya. Second Raya is, from the fact that we say, Vitzivanu lahadlik ner Chanukah, you see from here that the mitzvah is in the hadlaka. We don't say vitzivanu laaniach near but rather lahadlak. So from here you see that the mitzvah is lahadlak. Now the Gemara says, since we proved that the hadlaka is a mitzvah, therefore if a cheresh sheliyav lighted, you are not yoytz even if you place it in its final place, and a woman certainly could be yoytz with the mitzvah, as we're going to see tomorrow. She would also be mitzvah her husband because afhein ha'yu baisanets. Yehudis was the one who cut off the general's head, and there was a tr- terrible decree, against all women, all brides, therefore they were in the nace, and they could certainly light Hanukkah candles. Have a wonderful day.